Alright, we in here. End of the year. Top five albums from uh hypnotic language. <clears throat> Sorry if I sound different. Uh these white folks out here got me sick. And uh I could have been here sooner, uh AJ. I went to the barbershop and um uh, you remember the Atlanta episode, the barbershop episode? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is a true, true, um, that's true. Uh, you had a nigga like, what was my man's name, Bibby? Yes. <laughs> Got a nigga it like takes, that up there. It takes forever to, for niggas to cut niggas' hairs because niggas down here got ADD, man. Man, I believe it. Like, barbershops. Look, that's one thing, man. I'm glad I don't got to go to barbershops no more because it'd be too much bullshit. You just do the straight ball? Like, you just shave it? Yeah, man. Who you shave with? Like, you got them old school shaver, or you got, like, some, like, a razor, like an electric razor? Like the electric razor, John. You know what I'm saying? You put, like, the uh, the cream on it, you know what I'm saying? It gets pretty close, but, dog, because I am not about sitting in barbershops, man. The thing I hate most about barbershops is when you in the chair, and motherfuckers are just looking at you for no fucking reason. I can't stand that shit. What, the niggas waiting? Yeah, like, niggas just be staring at you. Hey, go, what the fuck? So, I mean, I'm good on all that. And also, um, <clears throat> the whole barbershop talk, it depend on who up in there, because sometimes they just be niggas in there just saying wild shit that... Oh, it's they just always, be in there just saying shit just to be saying shit. Yeah, it's always nigga in there on some, yeah, Bill Cos is about to buy NBC or some type shit like that, you know what I mean? Like, the last joint I went to, it was a bunch of Africans, though, so they wasn't talking about, like, shit that I could really relate to, but... Yeah. Yeah, man, I know how that be. It'll be that one loud nigga, like... One loud wrong nigga, too. Yeah, like... We in Atlanta, so it'll be some Saints nigga come up in there talking reckless, talking loud. Oh, y'all motherfucking Falcons, y'all fucking suck, y'all pussy-ass Matt Ryan... Like, nigga, we know this. We don't need you to remind us. (laughs) Yeah, nigga, you ain't saying nothing new. Dog, the worst thing about, man, the worst thing that ever happened to the Falcons is the Saints fucked around and won that Super Bowl. Now these motherfuckers think they got something to stand on when they talking shit. Hey, 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 like you said, man, they just need to move the team. uh, Move the team. Just move it. Man, just just fuck all this shit. What team need an NFL team? Virginia, no. Well, who need an NFL team? Move that shit to Virginia Beach or some shit. I don't. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I don't even care no more. Move, move somebody back to St. Louis. Move them back to St. Louis. Do that. Or San Diego. Replace that team. Oh, yeah, yeah. St. Louis don't have a uh, team no more since the Rams left. Yeah, man. Move it back to, you know what I'm saying? Get these <laughs> niggas the fuck out of my life, man. Oakland, Oakland ain't going to have no team either. Nah, they not. Dude, they losing the Warriors, too. They moving to San Francisco. Oakland just letting everything leave. Yep. Yeah, Alright, man. Fun. So he top five, man. So <clears throat> a lot of music came out this year. A lot of trash. And the streaming era has fucked up to me. Yeah. How we so perceive much. music. It, yeah, it's there's so much. You put it out so quickly, man. And can't digest it. Nah, not at all. Like it's it's hard as fuck to digest the whole album because like nigga, you got some new shit coming out the next Friday. You mm-hmm. gotta be on that shit. And that then, shit don't really even last like that. You know what I'm nah, saying? Hell no. So, hey, I mean, especially yeah. when like four artists drop and all of them sound the fucking same. That too, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's no, it's a lot. It's getting it's getting worse and worse. And then niggas are doing the whole thing where you know what I'm saying? Trying to get streams, so they're putting out CDs that got 25 fucking tracks, and you know what I'm saying? Or they're doing the whole, oh, this ain't really an album, it's kind of a mixtape, so you don't really know where to put that shit, or niggas coming out with EPs. It's, it's different, you know what I'm saying, the way it used to be, honestly, and it's, I don't know if it's changing for the better. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Not sure, for real. Alright, so, uh, did you uh, rank your joints, or you just no particular order. No, I did. I came home and like, I looked at all the shit that came out this year. And I, uh, yeah, I got my rankings. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I ain't really ranked mine, but I probably could on the fly. Who you got in number I got five? You. 
Man, yo, yo, before that, though, could I get, like, some shout-outs to some honorable mentions, though? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, like, three jumps that ain't quite make it. Um, I just want to give a shout-out to the Bun B joint, Return of the Trail. Oh, good hour. That shit was Clap dope. hands, hallelujah. <laughs> Dog, I love that shit. I had that shit on repeat, like, on break, you know what I'm saying? Out of season's real good, too. Yeah, um, and the jump, ah, the fuck, it's the one where he's telling the story about the policeman. And uh, motherfucker, like the motherfucker pulls him over, or whatever. But like, I guess I should have had this shit up. But yeah, I fuck with that John too. You know what I'm saying? Like that was a solid ass album. You know what I mean? Like so, I just wanna, you know what I'm saying? Like give give him a shout out. You know what I mean? Um, the other jump, like I ain't had a Carter Five, my top five, but that shit was a fucking return. Like yeah, I wasn't expecting none of that shit. <clears throat> better than expected. Much better than expected. Um, yeah, and yeah, I also want to give a shout out to Tiana Taylor because she came through with that KTSZ jump. That shit was a fucking jam that I was not expecting. Even though it was throwaway tracks. Well, even though it wasn't what she thought, so that means... Yeah, they, they rolled that shit out horribly, bro. And she didn't even like that shit. She but nah, it was a jam. Yeah, she was pissed at that. But I thought it was a jam, man. I, I thought it was a jam. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, shout out to them, but... You know what I'm saying? We can, we can proceed, or you know, however you want to do it. Number five for me. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to put number five, Mac Miller swimming. Okay. Um, Man, yeah, I, I listened to that joint again. It is much better than I thought it was originally. Even though it is a very disturbing, creepy album. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It was very introspective. Um, the guy clearly was, you know, going through something and he talked about it on his song. Yeah. And the, also, conspir- like, the conspiracy in me believes that, I mean, it's, it's fucked up to say, but I, I honestly think he was planning his death. I don't think, I, to me personally, I don't think he overdosed on drugs. I think he, cause you saw what the toxicologist said they found in the system. Yeah. Yeah, I think cocaine, a, fentanyl, and all that stuff. That's yeah. a weird mix. You don't get, you don't get high off fentanyl, man. Like that's. Yeah, but the whole joint is like niggas are lacing that shit with fentanyl, so you might not necessarily know. But even still, it's like if you buy some joints, that 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 shows me he he was buying them shits off the street instead of like a doctor or whatever. But nah, it's a lot to that because like <laughs> this album, I mean, you could tell it's just it was like introspective, but you could tell it, he just was still struggling with, like, some demons he had, man. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, the thing about the album, though, and it's, it's dope, but, yo, you could tell, like, that was just, like, growth. Like, all his shits, you know what I'm saying? This shit sounds nothing like the kids' mixtape. You feel me? No, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I mean, this, this dude was becoming an adult. You know what I'm saying? But, Very uh, adult contemporary music. Yeah, you know what I mean? And, duh, like, that dude really came a long way man, what, like, eight years or however long it's been since that first mixtape, so yeah, like, I don't have it in my top five, but I definitely think it was a, a dope album. Alright, and I might sound like the asshole, because I was talking to Camille about this, might sound like the asshole about this, but um, and I, and I don't want to make it seem like I'm not taking mental health seriously, but, dog, is Ariana Grande that fucking, that you 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 heard about the Pete Davidson shit, right? Yeah. Like but... you really like I, I like I said, like stop me if I'm wrong. Stop me if I'm wrong, but if they're really, what is it about this chick that's making these motherfuckers act like this? Or do you think it ain't got nothing to do with her? No, nah, I don't think it has anything to do with her. I think okay. if anything, she she may have a type, I guess. But nah, and I mean she's had a terrible fucking year too yeah man. man like what the fuck is up with this chick man man i mean look i you know what i don't i definitely don't blame her for any of this but the whole thing if you remember when mac miller died like they went and flooded like her social media accounts and started blaming her for his death she had shit to do with that <laughs> no 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 you know i'm, I'm not talking necessarily that but just yeah but, but i mean like she she gets an unfair rap i mean she's not culpable for any of these niggas actions i mean these are two dudes that have mental health issues. Um, she saw, you know, she saw kind of past that. She understood what it was, but, you know, she speaks highly of Mac Miller, and, 
Pete. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and Pete Davidson, but she just got she just picked pick some the way she picks them, man. Wow. I mean, you know, they but dude, like the thing with Mac Miller though is like when he died, you could see that he genuinely touched a lot of people's souls, bro. Because I never seen an outpouring like that. I mean, people were just like genuinely hurt when that nigga died. Like when Tupac died, it was like, all right, cool, rest in peace. You know what I'm saying? He kept it moving, but oh, you know, these people to... really are out here sharing their stories and all of that. I mean, everybody from fucking Snoop to SZA. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. SZA was talking about the time she went to Pittsburgh. You know what I'm saying? And he showed her around. And I was just like, yo, this dude really touched a lot of people. Yeah, it's unfortunate, man. He's a good artist. I ain't yeah, and I, I, think I started it was fucking with him. Ironically, yeah, I started fucking with him with the Kool-Aid and Frozen Pizza's freestyle. Yeah, dude, that... And the thing about that mixtape, the kids mixtape or whatever, I had no idea who this dude even was. I didn't even know his name, but I was like... I didn't even know I, he was white. Nah, I, I didn't I know. Really I didn't know nothing like. about him. I didn't know he was white. I didn't know he was from Pittsburgh. I didn't know none of that. And, like, I heard the joint, and I was like, wow, okay, this is dope as fuck. And then I heard Blue Slide Park, and I really liked that. And the thing about it, I haven't heard all of his albums, but I feel like all of them, are, they sound different. I think you can probably talk about it a little bit better than I can, but mm-hmm. I feel like they all have a different vibe to them. Yeah, they do. They do. Yeah. Yep. Who you got number five, man? So, at number five, I have Swaycation. Swaycation, like, not not yeah, not a. So what I did, I, I yeah, I split them up into three. So I had Swaycation because look, listen, Swaycation was just the fucking soundtrack of the summer for me, man. And I mean, it that's it goes a long way, bro. Like when you can, when an album reminds you of a specific time in your life or whatever, like it it sticks with you. And Swaycation was just the fucking album of the summer for me dog like it starts with fucking touch screen navigation you know what I'm saying it just keeps going bro no I, I, I totally agree I totally agree Swaycation was uh was probably the better half of the triple disc <laughs> yeah of the yeah, Sway, a- of the race streamer era yeah um, that's that's a thing a triple disc you know what I mean if you had to rank them, so Swaycation, Jim Show, and the the Shrimp Three, like how would you how would you rank them? Um, Swaycation first, the uh, and then I'll do uh the the two of them together, the uh, Ray Shrimmer part, and then Slim Jimmy last. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm kind of like that too because the the Shrimp Joint had Power Glide on it, which for me is a song of summer. Like I mean, you can go in my feelings and all that stuff. That's cool. I I I can't argue with you, but for me, Power Glide was a song of the summer. Alright. Number four for me, you gotta give me prime two. Voice of five nine, DJ Premier. Um Voice the Five Nine is 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 definitely solidifying himself as one of the best uh person lyricists out there. And I mean the nigga, the way he puts words together, the way he raps, the way he raps with the beat. Um, I think it's amazing, and um, I think he did a good job on Prime too. Um, I like that he took different concepts and different types of songs on Prime yeah. too, and the beats were, you know, him and him and Preem, they're a good duo. So, yeah, I think, man, it's Prime too, and, and the first Prime is kind of, I think that's when people kind of see that, yo, mm-hmm. this dude. Fucking flow to any beat you give him. You feel me? Like, you know what I mean? Whether it's like the shit on like Book of Ryan or fucking Bad Me Sleep. Well, he does it in so many different ways. You feel me? Yeah, and um, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Royce because I saw the little feud that he was going with Tory Lanez, which I, oh I guess Tory God. Lanez. I, I get Listen, it. I get it, I've never wanted somebody to get beat up more than Tory Lanez because yeah. Tory Lanez was wild and yo. I get it, nigga. Like, you want to feel like you want to compete and all that shit, but nigga, slow the fuck down. Like, yeah, and it's like, it wasn't even nothing. He gave his opinion. It was a yeah. battle. And he said, yo, you didn't win the battle. We didn't say he was trash. He said, he actually said he was, your disc was cool. You know what I'm saying? But like, you so defensive, I guess. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And insecure that you you going all the way. And like yeah. Royce is up. Yo, Royce strikes me as one of them dudes. It's just like, 
Hey. I'm not here for the long talk, bro. I'm really not. No, I'll keep going. I was just making a snack, bro. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but now nah, apparently they squashed that today, though. So the yeah, yeah, knew yeah. he was gonna get beat up. That's why they told that nigga like, look, Royce is a, a 20 year vet. Yeah, Royce isn't Jordan Lucas, man, and no disrespect to Jordan Lucas, but Royce is first of all he's been out here, and he he's we know that he's down to fight people. <laughs> and he's actually like, been in real beats, that Exactly. And I don't even think that would have been like a lyrical battle. I think that would have been Royce showing up and literally blacking that dude's eye. Yeah, and then, and then I understand that the Tory Lanez and Jordan Luker beef, but I think people kind of over-exaggerated the Tory Lanez and Jordan Luker shit. Like, they yeah. had like Tory Lanez was saying some rememberable shit. Like, okay, y'all. Like, oh, all right. Nah. Like, Dude, and the, the whole thing is, I didn't even know Tory Lanez was a rapper. <laughs> you feel me? I didn't know what that dude really did outside of remake 90s R&B hits. He's, he's a fucking T-Pain rapper turn singer. Yeah, he, he's something. He's, he's better than I expect. I will give him that. When I heard, you know, the little disc joint, I was like, okay, he can actually rap a little bit. So he's not he's not whack, but, you so, know, I'm not here for all of that, man. Yeah, like, but, that's not my cup of tea, bro. Prime to. Nigga win. Prime to. Absolutely, absolutely. And I, I, I think, I think Royce has some of the best metaphors and schemes, man. Probably my favorite line off of Prime Two is, uh, um, he was he was making a reference saying like, um, I guess he was like give it out to the community. How he's uh passing out turkeys like our needle with me. We passing out TVs like Wendy Williams. Like I, I don't think people get yeah. that. Yeah, he has a certain humor to his shit. You know what I mean? That I don't know if niggas are actually going to get. And the way he says it is, like, if you listen for a beat or something like that, you're going to miss a lot of stuff he says. Like, he's not he's not in the Lupe obscure category, but he's he has some shit that, you know, saying might not hear on the first listen. Absolutely. Oh, uh, but, uh, yeah. Who, who you got at number four? Man, number four. Wait, no, you I, said... Wait, wait, wait. Who was your number five? My number five was Swaycation. Okay, number four, number four. Man, number four. Can I just do a tie, bro? Because I couldn't, I couldn't decide. So it's between No News is Good News by Fonte mm-hmm. and Young Sinatra 4 by Logic. Oh, God. Yeah, man. Logic? Yeah, man. I know I was down on him earlier, but... Whew, like, he just... He took it back to the fucking boom bap. Like, I mean, he held his own against the fucking whole Wu-Tang Clan. I was just like, okay. I got you. Dude, he smoked while they on that 100 Miles of Running song. My God. Wasn't that the 10-minute track? Uh, The Wu-Tang jump was 10 minutes. The 100 Miles of Running was like six. It was oh, still a long-ass song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. After a while, I kind of turned off on... Uh... Oh, nah, because, like, at the end of it, he just just started flexing, bro. Yeah. He was just like, man, I'm going to just I'm gonna just wrap this shit real fast just just because I can. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm, like, I'm, one thing I... I'm surprised you picking Logic, man. I honestly thought you hated this guy. No respect for Gaithersburg niggas out here. Well, I mean, I still don't have respect for him. <laughs> but, I mean, I have respect for his artistry, man. I mean, his first two albums was dope. The Everybody joined just was fucking annoying. And that's kind of where I... Like jumped off the logic train because get that fucking one eight hundred song out of here, man. I know it promotes yeah, mental health, yeah. you know what I'm saying, and all of that, but that shit felt like pandering. It felt like he was just trying to reach to fucking get to the top of the charts. That shit ain't feel sincere to me. That felt disingenuous as fuck. But I mean, nah, like he's got four albums or four studio albums at this point, and three of them have been pretty good. One of them I just did not like. You know what I'm saying? And it was really because of a couple songs, and you know his whole his whole shtick on on that everybody album was that yo I'm black but I'm white and I'm going through everything because nobody understands what it's like to be white nobody understands what it's like to be black man shut the fuck up yo I'm black like you don't understand that shit nigga like you can pass as white you know what I'm saying that shit was just fucking annoying to me and then also but, he grew up in Gaithersburg so and he grew like, up in Montgomery County nothing. Nigga, you can't no struggle there, right? I mean, yo, he he 
Apparently there is a struggle, but nigga, <laughs> no. I, I, I just, I don't. You, you hardly see that there's a struggle between Gaithersburg, Maryland, and Southeast D.C. Nah, it's not even comparable. Like, nigga, you don't even live on, you don't even live on the Beltway, my nigga. You live off of 270. No struggle like, between Gaithers, Maryland, and Baltimore, Maryland. <laughs> Jesus, no. God, no. And that's a struggle. <laughs> Man, that's yeah. the thing. Like, yo, Montgomery County is where niggas move to when they fucking make it. When they get money and they get families. Oh, wow. And they want to settle. That's a place where you settle down. You oh, feel wow. me? So It's like it's Cary, North hard. Carolina. <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard to just fucking imagine somebody struggling like that in Gaithersburg. And I don't doubt his story. I honestly don't. I feel like he's sincere with that. But, nigga, you, you really trying to make us feel some kind of way over <laughs> you being mixed and living in Montgomery County. That just doesn't fly with a nigga that lives in the city. I just can't imagine it does. You know what I'm saying? But, right. yo, but shout out to him. Credit... I give credit where credit is due. You know what I'm saying? He, he came through on that one. All right. So give me Fonte. Fonte put out some dope, dope content, man. Yeah, I fuck did. with the Freddie Gibbs. My favorite track off that. No news. No news is good news. Shit is. Uh, I like expensive jeans, and I like the joint he did with Freddie Gibbs. Uh, expensive jeans is fucking brilliant. It's fucking brilliant. Uh, the double entendre. Yeah, I mean, the the way that he presented that shit was just, like, fucking amazing. This dude's mind is just so fucking... He, he, thinks, he thinks about things in a way that typical people don't. I mean, it's, like, really introspective. And then, you know, that album had, like, really kind of a dark tone. Because, I mean, after Expensive Jeans, he had to jump uh, Cry No More, was basically about, like, look, you know what I'm saying? Like, shit just shit ain't all good and you know what I mean like just the fuck am I gonna do I mean if you're gonna keep doing what you're doing I can't really feel bad about it no more you know what I mean so nah like I I thought I, I didn't think this was as good as Charity Starts at Home but I thought this was really good alright yeah um cry no more such is the life yeah yeah. Change of mind is that Freddie Gibbs shit. Yeah, yeah. And so help me God was just him murdering niggas. Yeah. <laughs> so help me God, I'll murder you niggas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where he said uh, something about I give you niggas bars. Um, fuck, I forgot the line. It was some line like it. It was a good. It was a dope line. I had to look up the lyrics. Yeah, but I mean, like he. I mean, he kind of does it all. He has the fucking one-liners. He has the fucking stories. So, I mean, he's probably one of the most underrated fucking artists, period, that we have. So, <clears throat> All right, number three. It took number three for me. I guess I'm going to, okay, okay. I'm going to go, damn, this 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 one was hard. The, the top three was hard to see if I, who I wanted to put number one between yeah. these two. So, I think think I want to do Nipsey Hustle Victory Lap. Victory Lap, okay. And I like the fact that Nipsey Hustle is adult, uh, is another adult contemporary, you know what I'm saying, uh, trap music, I guess so to say, but it was yeah, like, like gangster music. trap music. Yeah, gangster grown music, gangster music, and this nigga Nipsey sounded like he was mad on all these tracks, and he was just spitting straight game. Like I think my favorite favorite song off of there is Rap Niggas. Okay. And um I mean it was just like he was just speaking the truth. He was going off. Um Hustle and Motivate. I mean that's a Oh, when he flipped the hard knock life jump. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hustle and Motivate. Um I like the joint with him and Amberosa. Uh that was near the end. Uh Double Up. Well not Amberosa. Oh. Yeah, the, I like the one with him and Amarosa real big. Yeah, and the uh, double, Marcia, double up. Amarosa. Yeah, the double up. Yeah. Yeah, like my jumps. Yeah, my favorite joints over there, like grinding all my life. The jump with CeeLo, loaded bases. Um, double up is my shit, but that Marsha Ambrosia joint was amazing. I think it's called Real Big. Real Big. Yep. That shit was fucking up. That shit, you can let that shit ride, dog. And that shit's, 
like six, seven minutes long, but it does not fucking matter. That shit is a fucking jam. Yeah, I know you don't fuck with YG, but last time that I checked was jump was uh, yes, great. yes it was, yes it was. Okay, uh, I like the way Puffy was speaking, was talking that shit on young niggas. Oh, absolutely. And then oh. Kendra came through right after that on the dedication jump. So this album was uh was really great. Um, just Nipsey talking that shit, speaking game too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Saying basically saying like nigga, I'm not gonna sell out. Um, yeah, I'm not it was kind of reflective of his his like the way that he's you know what I'm saying, like comporting himself as an actual person because I mean he's kind of moved away from the gangster shit and it's kind of starting to do more business minded things and community oriented things. So like it's just like and this is like I think it's his first real studio album, but. You can tell, like, the Nipsey hustle that you heard when he first came out, and this dude, way different. Yes. Way different. You know what I mean? He also like, talked this... about how he wasn't trying to promote his gang affiliation on some exactly. commercial shit. He was basically trying to say, like, yeah, I'm a gang, I'm, I'm, I'm a crip, but let me explain to you what, why, why I'm a crip, and, you know what I'm saying, how this gang life an, an introspective look on gang life besides just uh, drugs and violence. Like, at the end of the yeah. day, like, this is a gang, but we family. We come from this certain part of the town because the odds are against us. You know what I'm saying? We're trying to help this community out. Yeah, definitely. And, I mean, like, we can talk about this a little bit more. Like, I know I still got to get my number three, but, like, this was my number two. So, I mean, I feel like I can... You know, yeah. talk about it. and But, like, the whole thing with this album is just, I mean, he's still very much West Coast. He's still very much L.A., you know what I mean? But the way that he's delivering the, or making these songs and delivering the things he's trying to say, it's, it's not glorifying anything. It's more reflective. You feel me? It's like this is what it has been, and this is what I've been through and all that stuff. And, I mean, it's the way that he came out the gate with this one, it was just dope you know what i mean like i really really like this john like i this is one that kind of had that repeat value that i just kept playing back honestly like i played this shit a lot all right who's your number three man so yeah 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 uh yeah my number three i mean we're gonna keep it on the west coast and i got j-rock the redemption drone coming out party for j-rock yeah man i mean like this uh like, this album, man, it just... Dude, like, the... I was so excited when he came out with the... Nine... The, the first... The, the joint with... Nine, zero, zero, five, nine, or whatever the fuck it is, right? Oh, it was underwhelming. Yeah, that one just did not do it for me, you know what I mean? But, like, this is the... This is the album that I thought that the last album was gonna be. You know what I mean? Because this album is just, like... And I think, honestly, a lot of it had to do with, you know, he went through that car crash and all that stuff. It was just a nigga going through life, you feel me? And he also had, he had some different tracks on there that you normally wouldn't think that he would do, like the uh, yeah. the Troopers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tap my favorite out. John, Tap Out was cool. Like, Jeremiah gets on my nerves sometimes, like his voice. But, nah, I, I fuck with that John. My favorite John on there is the second track, though, uh, for what it's worth. Like, I just love that fucking sample on it. Like, that shit is just smooth. Mm-hmm. But nah, and then, you know what I'm saying? They had the wherewithal to put King's Dead on there, which, I mean, is a fucking jam, despite Future trying to ruin the whole fucking song. But, like, yeah, I mean, like, this shit is a whole fucking jam, man, like, from front to back. So, yeah, that's definitely my number three. All right. Number two. So it's another hard one for me. Well, like right quick, like we already I already said my number two is Victory Lab. We already covered that one, so you know what All I'm right. saying? Yeah, yeah. All right, so number two for me. So it was a toss up. I had to I actually went back and listened to this album again. The only reason I make it in number two because it was so short. And that's Daytona Pusha T. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I wish it would have been number one. I wish it was longer. Like, right. um, Santeria, my favorite track off that joint. Mm-hmm. This chick's only, yeah, I'm looking at the track, it's only two minutes and 56 seconds long. I wish that shit was a little longer. I feel like this shit cut off too fucking short. 
I thought Pusha T was, man, I don't give a fuck. The whole, this whole goddamn, this whole goddamn album was fucking a bait for Drake, man. The whole album. When I went back, I was looking at little sneak disses, the what would Meek do, the fucking infrared, the Santeria, like, all of this shit was just a fucking setup to, to kill Drake. And I wish it, if it was longer, maybe, maybe my, cons- my conspiracy might be right. I don't think infrared was just the only snub towards Drake. I think a lot of these songs was. Gotcha, gotcha. I mean, but I mean, you know, it it was, look, it was a super dope album. Um, But I mean, you know, it, it was really what sparked everything we were talking about over the summer and shit. I mean, this is what sparked that whole beef. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, yeah, definitely. I, yeah, I, I can see that. I can see that. You got a favorite track off here? Uh, yo, so, I mean, you know, this might be a bit of foreshadowing, but, like, I kind of want to hold back my judgment on, on Daytona right now. Oh. Yeah. Right. You know. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, uh, I, guess we'll, I guess we'll just go to my number one, since I know who your number one is. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, well, all right. You know what? Like... Fuck it. Like, we already know what my number one is, right? It's right, Daytona. So, yeah, so I'll tell so, you what my number one is. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. We're going we gonna, we gonna, we gonna, we gonna to let them wait on that one. We're going to let it breathe. Like, so let me tell you, like, Daytona is just fucking... Pusha T is a fucking sniper. <laughs> I told you, infrared. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but he's so precise, you know what I mean? Like, he doesn't waste any fucking words when he says shit. You feel me? And, dude, this album is, to me fucking perfect. You know what I mean? Like, all seven of these tracks are fucking amazing, right? And Did you want to hear more? Uh, nah. And the whole thing is, like, all these seven albums, or seven track albums that Kanye was putting out, like Nas, himself, KC Ghost, and I think Sianna Taylor, like, all of those, I wanted to hear more songs. This is the only one where I felt like, yo, this is perfect. Like, 20 minutes of just straight fucking bars and fucking you know what I mean just just amazing fucking production I mean I feel like Kanye really and you know that nigga can be kind of fucking scatterbrained but he really focused on this shit you know what I mean freaking out over sicko mode <laughs> yeah like, you know what I'm saying sending 80 tweets to a nigga that lives down the street from you that, um, yeah, that shit's funny to me that yeah it, it's fucking weird but <laughs> nah like like I said, Santeria is the motherfucking shit, but goddamn, like, this nigga starts off with, if you know, you know. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, you know what the fuck it is. And the whole thing is, this nigga, this nigga Pusher has never fucking changed up his thieves. It's like, yo, you want to hear this drug talk? You want to hear this hard white talk? You want to hear this shit? I got you on that. But I'm good at it, so fuck it. I'm going to keep talking about that shit. And goddamn, if the whole thing, so apparently this wasn't necessarily the album that Pusha started off with. I think he had had mo- uh, a lot of different producers, and Kanye was like, nah, I'm going to do all the production on this. Correct. So they scrapped, yeah, they scrapped all the beats on there, and dude, what came out was a fucking classic, straight up classic, and you know what I'm saying? I mean, everything from fucking Ross's verse on hard piano, because that motherfucker went in. <laughs> I mean, goddamn, and then just like I could break this down track by track, but you know what I'm saying? Like that ain't what we kind of here for. But nah, this is this is my fucking album of the year. Like this shit still fucking rocks, still fucking bangs in my car, and dog, it, it's it's what it is, man. You got the physical copy of it? Nah, like when I bought it, I don't think the physical was out, but I still want to get the physical. If like, so that exists now. Um, at one point in time it did, cause Pusha had uh, he had it to where you could buy like some merch plus the uh, oh, digital okay. merch plus the uh, physical CD booklet. Gotcha. Okay. Nah, I don't have the physical. Man, it might be on Amazon. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Like this is an album. I feel like yo, if I motherfucker had a record player, I get this motherfucker on vinyl. Like I fuck with that shit that much. You feel me? Um. Before I get to my number one, um, I do want to ask you about, you talked about, uh, you know, um, D 
this was your album of the year and Ross had a hard verse and Pusha T's verses were hard. Can you can I get your thoughts on the what's free verse from Jay Z? Like, uh, is it over it? Do you to you personally? Is it over exaggerating? Did you like? Did you get it or did it blow your mind? You know, a lot of people they're dick riding it, but I just want to know what you think of the, the Jay Z's verse on what's free. <laughs> So you're talking about the the Meek Mill song, right? Yes. You want my opinion on this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Three fifths okay. of a slave. What's free? Yeah, 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 yeah. Sign I fell. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um. All right. So before I get into my opinion on that, right? Do you remember uh, the Rick Ross album? God forgives. I don't. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Do you remember the song? Excuse me, the song Three Kings that had Dr. Dre and Jay Z? Yes. All right. And Jay Z fucking freestyled that shit. And it was trash, right? That's how I feel about this motherfucker. Because at the end, he says he's freestyling it. And at the end of that verse, I was like, damn, Jay, you probably should have thought about this a little bit better. Because I was just like, what the fuck? It started off all right, then he kept going, and I was just like, okay, wrap it up. You're just fucking rambling. He sounded like an old man bragging about days of yesteryear. You feel me? (laughs) So you you wasn't feeling the whole... No. uh, My house bigger than yours, my spouse... Oh, come on, man. He... You wasn't feeling no. that shit. Okay? How many different times are you going to say that shit, my nigga? <laughs> Honestly, how many times are you going to say that shit? Dude, we get it. You're damn near a billionaire. You're married to Beyonce. You have a big-ass house. You said that. You've been saying that since 1997. You feel me? You've been saying the exact same thing, but before you were creative with it. Now you're just saying it. Now, it was some Magna Carta shit to where it was just like, this nigga's talking about his paintings and shit that... Ain't even fucking cre- ain't even a creative way to stunt. The whole thing about rap is like all these niggas are stunting on you, cool, but they find clever ways to fucking do that shit. Jay Z don't give a fuck no more. He's just gonna say it. Yo, my my girl is bad. Like, okay, we get it, nigga. We get it. Hey, come on, man. And then on top of that, Rick Ross is still out here calling people the you know what I'm saying the F word on songs and they didn't even blank that out. I was just say, yo, both of y'all niggas did everything you could to sabotage the song, which could have been good. <laughs> but nah, the Jay Z shit, the verse was too fucking long. I'm pretty sure that was more than sixteen bars. I mean, dude, we fucking get it, man. Okay. I, I just wanna know because you know a lot of people are calling this verse of the year and you know That's and... a goddamn lie. <laughs> I mean, the, and the verse of the year ain't even necessarily the most lyrical verse. It might be the verse you feel the most. And for me, the verse of the fucking year is probably the the fucking out like a light verse with fucking sicko mode, if we're being honest. <laughs> yeah, it's got you know to be the verse of the year. It got Kanye shook. Like that this nigga just heard this shit, too. Goddamn song been out since fucking July. <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> Like, you're showing your age, bro. You just now heard this? All right, cool. But nah, get that Jay-Z verse the fuck out my face, I just want, Yeah, I just wanted to know, because, you know, I just want, because, you know, people are saying, oh, it's verse of the year, and you got some people that saying, oh, y'all niggas just saying that shit, y'all not understanding what he's saying, he talking about what's nah, free, he's talking about we... the slave trade, and niggas was really getting into this shit. Like, he's talking about, he compared y'all I'm niggas to just... slaves in corporate America, y'all need to be like me, you know what I'm saying, y'all... Yeah, and I'm going to tell you, look, a lot of things, right? Like, it's a lot of black people that can talk about and expound upon the slave trade that I would be willing to listen to. (laughs) Don Corey Carter is not one of those motherfucking dudes. I don't want to hear shit about the fucking slave trade, dude. First of all, you're... Look, I get it. Like, you're a self-made dude for... For yeah. better or worse, but yeah. you're also a motherfucker that's always out for yourself, bruh. Like, you, all the good things you're doing now, cool. I appreciate it. Keep going. I, you know what I'm saying? Props to you. But we can't forget that your come up in this motherfucker was on the backs of motherfuckers taking a sacrifice to prop you up, bruh. Mm. Jay Z has always been out here for Jay Z at, at the end of the day. Mm. So, 
I mean, whatever, man. But dude, Jay Z stands going Jay Z stand. That's 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 how it is. Oh yeah, I mean? yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, so a lot of people that was that was saying verse of the year, you know, they they were Jay Z nah, that, That's definitely not, definitely not, definitely not. <clears throat> All right, number one for me, mm-hmm. which uh, sums up the year of streaming that we had. Got to go, J Cole, K O D, man. Ah, okay. Uh, gotcha. I was trying to guess what you was gonna say. J Cole, K-O-D. um, yeah, K O D was like my third choice. Um. Like I didn't know if you were gonna go Astro World. Nah, nah, nah. Okay, nah, nah. yeah. Nah, KOD cool. Like, and like, <laughs> so I went through all the shit, right? And I, I had them like ranked all the way like down to like number twenty or whatever. Like KOD is like eleven to me, but it's dope. But I mean, you know what I'm saying? So why is that your album of the year? It gives an introspective of the, I guess you could say the the quote unquote the most popular music that gets streamed. Mm-hmm. Basically, J. Cole is saying, you know, uh, longevity and what's hot. And I think a lot of that album, where he's got ATM, uh, KOD, yeah, yeah. Um, Brackets, you know, of course, the 1985 song, he's just basically saying, like... Brackets yeah. is a goddamn jam. Like, that last verse was amazing. Yeah, and it was it kind of... And it's true. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm paying... My tax money is going towards a police department that's killing black people. So yeah, it, was, it just kind of made you think. Absolutely. But uh, um, but no, he was just basically giving a, a perspective of music of longevity. It's just like y'all motherfuckers. Yeah, you guys are making these hits, but how long y'all motherfuckers really gonna last? Like if y'all can't rap, y'all niggas ain't gonna last. And um, yeah. And if y'all if y'all thinking. Y'all doing the fucking the parks and the all these drugs and shit just for Instagram likes. I mean that shit grow the fuck up. Like that shit ain't gonna last, bro. Yeah, yeah. And the, now, I, I the photograph get... song, the photograph song was basically niggas stalking <sighs> on Instagram. So yeah, it was. A, it's true. Okay. All right. Nah, like everything you're saying makes all the sense in the world, and I agree with most of it. I will say I fucking goddamn hate that fucking photograph song. I fucking hate that shit. I fucking hate that fucking song. I, good God, I hate that song. Why? I just do. I mean, like, okay, man. Oh, okay, like, just, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, you you making it real. That's the whole thing. So the whole thing, all right. I'll explain it by explaining it. Like, Does I'll explain it you that by explaining stalking hoes on Instagram. All right, look. I'll explain why I don't like it in more of a macro sense and why I don't really fuck with KOD as hard as a lot of people do, right? All the right. whole tone of KOD is judgment. Yes, it is. Feel me? It's, yo, y'all niggas shouldn't do this. Y'all niggas shouldn't do that. Y'all niggas. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's saying, yo, y'all niggas should comport yourselves in a certain way. And when it comes to photograph, it's just like, okay, I get it. You know what I'm saying? But the whole idea of Instagram is to objectify people. That's why it's the site where you put pictures up. Mm-hmm. So the whole so the whole thing is like, okay, I'm going to look at these Instagram models. Of course they're going to be Instagram models. Of course we're going to like their stuff. Because mm-hmm. the whole objective of Instagram is to look at somebody and deem them attractive and say, hey, I like this. This is, you're attractive. You're cute. Like, why would you follow somebody that's ugly? You feel yeah. me? And, like, that like that whole photograph song is just like, okay, man, alright. Alright, cool. You're you're above all this. Gotcha. Good. Good for you. You feel me? So, I mean, like, that's why I'm not fucking with it. Um, and, I mean, I fuck with the album. It's dope, but so it's just like, bruh. You don't want to be I, getting preached by J. Cole. Dog, yeah, don't preach to me, man. And he's getting more and more preachy. And it's just like, and that's the whole thing. Like, you can convey your point. And this is the thing. This is why I like, this is why I think Kendrick is way above him. Because Kendrick has a lot of that in him, too. But he does it in a much more creative way. You know what I'm saying? This is like early Lupe Fiasco. Like, he, he does it, but he 
he conveys it in a very creative and entertaining oh God, way. Don't turn in that nigga, Kendrick. Kendrick, nah, you listening to that? Don't turn to that nigga now. Don't, yeah, he's not turning to Lupe. I don't want to hear no God. fucking slate. And that's the good that's God, the slave bro. shit. God damn it! I, I I'll listen to Jay Z talk about three fifths of a slave. I'll listen to that verse all day before I listen to Lupe talking about some slave shit. Yeah. Cause Lupe no. gonna explain it in a slave term. Yeah, we don't get me on Lupe. But nah, like Jake or uh, J. Cole got a lot of that shit in them too. It's just like the whole thing with J. Cole is that he's Kendrick is like really creative, right? He you know, pitches his voice, he changes his flow, he does all these different things and comes up with all these different concepts or whatever. J. Cole is heavy handed as fuck. You feel me? It's not even okay. Um I'm gonna think of a, a clever way to talk about drug use. You feel me? He's just gonna be like, "Hey, niggas, y'all shouldn't do drugs." Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. And even though the verse is dope, it's just like, okay, but yo, you're presenting it to a nigga that's like trying to vibe with you, like. So you I mean, uh, you think J Cole is Buzz Killington? In a, a lot of ways, bro. He's the guy at the coming into the party. You know? Yeah, you just be like, ah. <laughs> nah, but I mean, yo, it's just going up to weird. going up to people at the party, like, um, so you're really gonna drink that whole Hennessy bottle? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And listen, I know music. <laughs> Look, <laughs> Marcus, uh, how come you wasn't at the study group tonight? You get high quite a lot. Um, <laughs> Are you sure you want to go to class high? Is that gonna benefit? You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of it's a lot of cosmic shit. Don't forget about I, our quiz on Monday, guys. Yeah, like J Cole sometimes comes off as this nigga that fucking when a teacher forgets to like take up the homework, be like, oh, are you gonna? You know what I mean? Like, what about the homework? And everybody's just like, Shut up. you know what I'm saying? That that's kind of how he is. And but the whole thing is he can fucking rap. <laughs> but but nah, I mean, K- first of all, KOD for me is kind of like I thought J Cole had it. Like everybody, every artist, if you're in it long enough, is gonna have an album that just ain't fucking hit. You know what I'm saying? And J Cole had that with Four Your Eyes Only for me. Like I just didn't feel it. And so like this was uh, kind of a rebound album because it's still dope. You feel me? But. You know what I mean? It's like when you look at it in contrast to his last album, yeah, of course, this is going to be hard as shit. But, nah, I mean, it's cool, but I I can't. I just, I can't. Because it's, the whole thing is just reeking of fucking judgment and conversation. Like, you know what I mean? I mean, come on, dude. All right, cool. I'm glad you got your life together. But, like, listen. The reason niggas like niggas that don't have their lives together is because most niggas don't have their lives together. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? That's why we out here listening to you. Because, I mean, a lot of it sounds like, yo, he's not out here fucking up. And, I mean, that's just a really, it's just a really sacrimonious way to go about it, man. It's, it's kind of like you're preaching to niggas, but um, where's the vulnerability? You know what I mean? All the vulnerability in that album came from other people. It's whether he's talking about his mother's alcohol problem, you know what I mean? Like, it's not him addressing any demons he has. And I mean, I kind of, as far as music, I like vulnerability, and I like when an artist understands that they're, they're not necessarily perfect. And I just did not get that off this album. Alright. The thing is, I got it off, like, the first three albums he had. I really did. Now it's just like, yo, he's a superstar, and I don't necessarily have to fucking tell you my problems, you fucking pilgrims. <laughs> like, hmm. yeah. It's still dope, though. It's still dope. I will give them that. Um, you also, so that, that's our top five people. Um, yeah. you also, what made you, uh, turn an opinion on this Meat Mill album? The uh, LMA shit? And which, I, by the way, I need to listen to her album. We already, that, yeah, that album's much better than I thought it'd be. I thought it'd be fucking annoying, like generic ass R and B, but it's it's pretty good. Element, yeah, Element. Oh, okay, yeah, but oh, the Meek album. Um, I listen, like I don't want niggas to go to jail, right? 
<laughs> but I feel like everything that nigga went through, like the best music comes from when you go through fucking shit. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like, listen, his other albums was just about, yo, I'm out here, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm shooting for my dreams and I'm doing this and I'm doing that. Like, this shit was kind of like, yo, it's it's been kind of hard for your nigga, but I finally made it out on the other side, so I appreciate that. And he wasn't yelling at me as much as he used to. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like he calmed down a little bit. You fuck with that trauma shit when he uh, took the fucking getaway sample? Yeah. So, first of all, like, the first, it feels like the first, like, 10 or 11 songs on there, like, he sampled early or early to late 90s and early 2000s hip-hop. Yeah, Because there was a fucking getaway sample. There was a fucking, I think it was a Lauryn Hill sample in there somewhere. And uh, fucking uh, the the What's Beef joint with Jay on there. Like, it was a lot of, me, myself, and I was a fucking sample. So, I mean, you know what I'm saying? But, nah, like, I fuck with it. And it was like, he was, it looked like he was going for a vibe. And I feel like he kind of, he kind of hit that vibe that he was going for. So yeah, I, I fuck with it. It's, it's it's dope as fuck. Um, I've I've only heard it maybe twice, but nah, like this is, yo. Again, I'm not a Meek Mill fan, but when you make dope shit, I'm gonna say it's some dope shit. You made some dope shit. Yeah, I'm not a Meek Mill fan either. But another honorable mention for me. Um, I'm gonna just give it uh, Cardi B. Invasion of Privacy, yeah, much better I than I fucking thought. I thought this shit was going to be, I thought, I didn't think it was going to be, you know, actually good. You and me both, dog. Like, I thought it was going to be, I'm not even going to lie. I thought, I thought the idea of Cardi was better than Cardi as an artist. Yes. And I, yeah, and I thought that, you know I mean, from better or worse, she was going to be kind of a gimmick and maybe, maybe a one hit wonder. But she fucking killed this year. I mean, she fucking... I mean, she fucking... Bodak Yellow came out in 2017, you know what I'm saying? And the album came out in April. And fucking... That I Like It song just went number one like a couple months ago. Like, she's been dominating this year. I definitely wanted to throw some light on it, you know what I mean? Because... Yo, she fucking brought it for that album. Like, all the fucking, all the songs on there hit the charts. You know what I mean? Like, she's a big fucking deal. Mm-hmm. And I got one more honorable mention. Um, you're probably not familiar with this guy, but uh, there's this Atlanta rapper uh, straight from Edgewood. This nigga named Trouble. Nah, but go ahead and speak on, on the homeboy Trouble. Yeah, Trouble, uh, he's from uh, Edgewood. Uh, he's got an album called Edgewood. Well, that's, that's actually the name of the album. It's called Edgewood. He's from yeah. Edgewood, East Atlanta. And uh, it was produced by Mike Will Made It. And uh, he's got a couple of dope tracks on there. Like It's got a real authentic Atlanta street sound. Gotcha. He literally does sound like the dude that was be out there robbing the Georgia Tate, Georgia State and Georgia Tech students. <laughs> Oh, man, all right. But you said the name of the album is Edgewood. Edgewood, yeah, by this dude named Trouble. Right. Um, you know what I'm saying? Right. Mike Will made it, so he's got good beats on there. And he's got he's got some pretty good songs on there. It's... I'm going to I'm gonna have to check that one out. Yeah, Mike yeah. Will, I, I trust what Mike Will made it does. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? He's got, uh, he's got features on there with Drake. Um, like I just put it, I was just like, wow, Drake, The Weeknd, Quavo. So niggas apparently respect this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been, he's been putting in work for a minute in, in Atlanta as a local okay. artist. Um, but uh, I mean, this album was uh pretty good. Like okay. I, I I listen to it a lot. Um, when I just need if I'm just sitting in traffic, I got it got it playlisted on my uh in my iTunes library. So. Gotcha. Hey, when you plug in your aux cord, man, what's the first song that pops up when you turn on turn on your aux cord? What's the first um, song that pops up? So my aux cord doesn't work like that because my car's a bit older. <laughs> oh, but when I do plug it in, let me guess. Let me guess. Can I guess it? Is the first word Gilbert. Um. Uh. Uh-uh, fuck that. Eight doobies to the face. Fuck that. Is it ADHD? It is not. But Damn. you are close. Fuck. It is a song by Az called "Fucking Uh." 
goddamn. A1 performance. There you go. Oh, because of the... Wait, the yep, one? Because of the, hy- the hyphen. The hyphen, okay. The, the hyphen. The yeah, hyphen. Yeah, yeah. yeah mine, mine is always uh, ADHD by Kendrick yeah. because of the period. But, yeah, and I, I mean, I guess it's, I guess they prioritize the hyphen over the fucking period, but nah, ADHD is right there, too. And it's the second one, probably. Uh, yeah, I would imagine so. I would imagine so. Every single time I plug in my aux cord, that's the first one that comes up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. Matter of fact, you know what uh, the second song is? Like, I what? just pulled it up. It was, you remember the first ADD by Wale? Yeah, off uh, uh, one of those mixtapes. Uh, yeah, this was Paint a Picture. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's that one. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely a one. I, I hear that shit all the fucking time. Like when I'm in a rental car or some shit, like that's the one that fucking pulls up. Yep. All right. Um. That's our top five. So um, you got your top five. Put it. Put your comments in the section, man. I'm pretty yeah. sure motherfuckers are gonna put Drake in there. Man. That nigga ain't top five. That nigga's not even top twenty. Like I. I honestly did this. He he's not even in the top twenty one. He's like twenty five. Yeah. Nigga ain't doing the fucking Black Panther soundtrack. You feel me? Like nigga. Oh yeah, that's another that 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 That's a jam. Yeah. That's a jam, man. Yeah, Black Panther soundtrack was pretty good. Yeah. But I mean, you know what I'm saying? Drake has what, three number one hits off of that album? Of course, like that's gonna be on everybody's end of the year list. Three number one hits. Yeah, uh, in, in my, my feeling, okay. Uh, nice for what and God's plan. Oh, okay. I forgot about yeah. nice for what. Yeah, yeah. Which I will say, all three of those songs are still fucking jams to me. But look, this is what twenty five songs on there. Like I could pare that down to maybe eleven, twelve. If he did and, that, the album wouldn't be so bad. Exactly. But, I mean, rap niggas always want to do a double album, and it usually never works out in their favor. I can only think of two people that made dope double albums. You know what I'm saying? And one of them is a fucking group of five members. You feel me? And the other one is Little Flip. Okay. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Actually, he's kind of on the top half of it, now that I think about it. It's Little Flip. I feel like he's done, like, multiple double albums. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Now, Underground Legend was my shit. I ain't even going to lie to you. Uh, or in. or got a whatever the fuck the name of that joint. The jump game over. Uh, you, you gotta, gotta feel me, me, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And then, I, you had, I, then he had the other one after that. I need mine. Yeah, I, I remember that one. Um, yeah, that's kind of when it was over. <laughs> double albums. Yeah, but nah, double albums don't usually work. <laughs> Only other best double album I could think of, which is related to Bone, probably Thug Mentality. That one was cool. Even still, I could I could pare that down maybe six. We got a couple, yeah, but that thug mentality would not work today in 2018. You got a couple of skits on there that. Yeah, but you can't have like one album that's like 18 tracks and another one that's like what 20 or whatever the fuck it was. That's too much music, bro. Like the only, I mean, the art of war to me is super dope, right? But the only other one to me that's still. Dumb, dope is fucking life after death. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but I mean, I can understand why rappers did that back in the day because, like, with uh, uh, trying to get off a label. That's why Tupac put out a fucking all yeah, eyes yeah. on me. He was trying to get off. Yeah, and that's I think that's why Drake put out a double album. To be honest. But no, they also did it because, like, uh, goddamn, um, Speaker Box of Love Below, right? Yeah. And Life After Death. They went diamond, right? They sold 10 million copies. But when you put out a double album, every album that somebody buys, it counts twice. So Speaker Box of Love Below, like, sold 10 million, but they only really sold five. You know what I mean? So it's, mm-hmm. it's an easy way to go platinum. And to get out your contract. And to get out your contract, absolutely, because that's definitely why Pac did it. He did that, and then he put out the, another album the same year. <laughs> like, so, yeah. And then another double album after he died. 
bunch of them. Uh, yeah, like fuck it up. three of them. Better days. Still down, better days, <laughs> and until the end of time. Yeah, three straight double albums. It's amazing that that nigga had that many fucking songs in the fucking can, though. Yeah. Like, goddamn. Like, yo, if you smart, though, right? Like, you got all these Tupac songs, and you know every time Tupac comes out, he's going to sell, like, a couple million, right? Why would you put out a double album, bro? I would put out an album a year for... So we had three straight double albums. That's an album a year for six straight years. That's going to go, like, triple platinum every single time. Sugar, whoever fumbled the bag on that one. I'm surprised Biggie ain't had more uh, tracks out there. He probably do. I'm not. I'm not. Because I feel like he was not as dedicated to recording as Tupac was. I really... All the stories I've heard about him is just... He would do an album when he's commissioned to do one. Okay. Yeah. So I feel like he doesn't because like the Biggie duets. Oh that God! Was, what the? Yeah, fuck? there were Hell no new verses on there. You know what I'm saying? No. Like the Born Again joint that was starting to recycle verses. Yes, but that Biggie duets. Oh my God, Puffy! What the fuck were you thinking? Yeah, like, I don't know. You pissed what? Method Man off with that shit. Yeah, I mean, cut like, and he should be rightfully pissed. That's. Yo, none of the motherfucking shits made sense, dog. He had a fucking song with corn on there. <laughs> the fuck is Biggie gonna... You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, man, that's just more evidence that Puffy killed Biggie because, yo, what the fuck? Like, nobody would approve of that shit, but it's still so... You know what's funny, though? The song that pissed Method Man off, I think it was the song he had with Nelly, which is funny. The Nasty Girl Jump? Yeah. I mean... That's but the think song about that it. pissed Method Man off. You really think if Biggie was alive, it'd be like, yo, I need to do a track with Nelly? I feel him <laughs> on that. I feel him on that. Dog, Method Man should be pissed because he was the only nigga that was featured on his first album. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even though even though Biggie had beef with uh, the Wu-Tang Clan, he still was. So, yeah, Method Man's opinion matters when it comes to that because he's the fucking voice of authority on that shit. But Puffy out here for the checks, man. <laughs> That's all it is. Fucking puff. Yeah, that's a whole nother thing with me, man. All right, top five. We looking forward to 2019, whoever's coming. Wale, when you dropping, man? All right. Yeah, I mean, wait on you. Uh, who didn't we get this year? Um, damn, we damn near got everybody this year. Yeah, yeah, we got everybody. We'll get Kendrick yeah. next year. Yeah. Kendrick, schoolboy. Um, Cool boy, yeah, we didn't get school Maybe another scissor. Scissor, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. But, I mean, that's the whole thing. Everybody maybe, drops maybe, a Maybe a Rihanna. Okay, oh, Rihanna, Rihanna hasn't came out in, in a while. She has not, and she's coming out with a reggae album, too. I mean, whatever Rihanna puts out is going to be album of the year for me. Like, I don't care. Like, it's Rihanna. Everything she does is dope. Yeah, should be looking forward to that. Yeah, man. Me, uh, we're still waiting on that fucking Kanye album, even no, though I don't know if niggas are waiting on Kanye anymore. Nah, nah he can keep it. It's not gonna be the same. Yeah, but no. Yeah, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that shit. <sighs> I don't either. But I know I'm gonna wind up listening to it just out of curiosity. Oh yeah, we'll listen to it out of curiosity, but I'm not. Maybe like the life of Pablo. One time listen, I'm done. Okay. Yeah. 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 But yeah, I mean, dog, that's that's what it is. Like this year was I don't know if it was a good year for music, but it was a year for a lot of music. I put it like that. A lot of music, only a few that stand out. Only a, yeah. a handful that stand out. Absolutely. Absolutely. It was great moments this year. Yeah, story added on. I hate the push of T jump. Yeah. Greatest moment of the year for me. Nope. Yeah, but, you know, we'll see. Uh, the way things are going, we're probably going to get a whole shit ton of music again that we can't even fucking take the time to digest. But I guess that's just the way it is now, right? Migos going to come out with six albums next year. I mean, they're still the offset album, and they said they're dropping a group album in January, so the fuck? Like, that's another thing with, like, why I missed music back in the day. It was the time you, you were commissioned to do an album, you dropped the album, 
did some features, then you went away for like five months. And also remember, you don't got to do all the, uh, you don't have to do all the uh, putting out a CD. You can just upload the shit to the internet, done. You don't have to do all that production, all that different mixing. You got to come up with the, with your, uh, the booklet. Yeah. Detailing yeah. all the credits, shipping out to the stores. You ain't got to do all that no more. Just upload, yeah. done. Yeah, but it's also, it's like creating a culture now. It's just like, all right, you came out with an album, we listened to it, and then a month later, like, where's your next shit? Because niggas are out here waiting for Cardi B's next album, and she dropped in fucking April of this year. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, like, back, not even so far long ago, it was like a nigga would drop an album, and he wouldn't come back out for two years. Still smell the Similac on the baby's breath, man. Yeah, dude, it's... It's just a fucking crazy ass time we in, man. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I'm not sure if I really like this time. Like, this digital age one. And I'm not saying that to sound like an old ass nigga. I'm just saying that, like, as somebody that consumes this fucking medium, you know what I mean? Like, it's mm-hmm. it's just not. You don't get to savor shit. You feel me? <coughs> nope. So uh, we'll be looking forward to 2019. Oh, yeah, definitely. 